I'm Gary. I'm Clark. And this is the Red Cedar Rundown. The self-proclaimed number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, Big Ten Champs, baby! Mm. We recap the beauty of last Saturday night's win. And we'll also get you ready for all the action this weekend with our full Big Ten tournament preview. Send us your comments, and we'll be sure to read them on the show. Clark? Hey, Gar. How's it feel? You know what they say, those who stay will be champions. I think that's a stupid Michigan saying, but I don't care. I'm riding high, still riding high after the weekend. Not feeling particularly great physically right now, but mentally, I'm at it. I've peaked. I've peaked. Top notch, huh, Clark? Feeling real good, bud. Yeah. I'm also feeling a little under the weather, but after watching this weekend's game and everything that transpired from us being down at halftime to basically just seizing complete control of the game and dominating. Really enjoyed when Brzezakis fouled out. That was enjoyable. God, how much, how good did that feel? Because you knew it was 100% over at that point. It was like, no, we're not losing now. We closed the game on a 30-13 to 13 run. Is that bad? Versus top at 10 one point, team? it was a 20-3 to 3 run. I saw 20-2 to two at one point. 20-2, yeah. maybe? Okay, yeah. sorry. It doesn't matter. You don't, you don't need to get your facts straight because you're a champion now. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Say whatever we want. Back to back. Back to back. It's got a nice ring to it. Yep. Because we're going to make it back to back to back next year. Next year. That's definitely, you can cement that one. That's already in the books. We're winning that one outright. Clark's already making predictions for next season. Feeling really good. Can't be brought down at this point. Well, I mean, according to Michigan, you know, the Big Ten Tournament Championship is just as important as the regular season. So That's what you have to spin when you don't win the regular season mm, title. I see. Yeah. yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it's like winning not to win the regular season. Winning three games is more so. important than winning, uh, what do we win, 16 conference games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, you're better off staring at a wall and talking to a wall than talking to a Michigan fan. Yeah, we might as well not we'll play the entire season. Yeah, we might as well not play the entire season. Yeah. No, the season only comes down to the three Big Ten games. When you get a double bye, you have to win three games to win the Big Ten tournament. Sure, is it impressive? Yeah. What they did when they did it two years ago, it was a little bit more impressive when they went on their little run after their airplane scare. Regardless, (laughs) I don't want to talk (laughs) about Michigan anymore. They suck. (laughs) They can eat a bag of shit. We're champions, and that's all that matters. That is all that matters. For now, still got yep. still got aspirations here. Still got two more championships to aspire for, one of those being that Big Ten Tournament Championship mm. and the other obviously being a national championship. I'd like that. I want that one this year. I want the Big Ten Tournament Championship. I do. I definitely don't want Michigan to win it, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, what can we say? It was a 75-63 win, 12-point spread. Me and Clark both predicted uh, a victory. We were fairly close on uh, the final count for Michigan State. I had 73. Clark had 72. Final was 75. So pretty close in that regard. Clark saw a bigger margin than I did. He predicted an eight-point victory, which Mm. was fairly close to the final score. So congratulations, Clark. You are the Gary Vegas of today. 
There's only, you know, I, I usually would bask in the glory of beating you in a pick, but I don't care. We won the Big Ten title. <laughs> I'm just happy we won that. We got to, we were, I love that we were banner ready. Izzo, I guess Izzo had said before the game that there wasn't going to be a banner ready, but looks like that looks was a like lie. There was a banner ready, <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty nice to see those banners back to back displayed for all to see. Did you see some of the excuses that have been flying around from Michigan fans? Oh, I've seen tons. I've seen ref, mostly the refs. refs. The refs screwed him over. And I'm pretty sure the, I saw one. Uh, did the refs also cause you to get out-rebounded 46-20 to 20 in the game? No, I don't they, think they, they did. They might say that. They might say that, yeah. But it was hilarious. I think someone posted a uh, video or a gif of uh, Teske when he got called for that traveling. They're like, is this a traveling? Yes. Everyone was like, yes. Yes, yes it was. is. 100%. <laughs> every time. Clearly a travel. And someone, even a Michigan fan, was like, yeah, bro, this isn't this isn't the argument you want to be making. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to die on that hill? Go ahead, die on that hill. Go die on that hill for me. Yeah, it's a travel. Open your eyes. There were plenty of missed calls both ways. McQuaid got fouled on a three-pointer. They didn't call anything. Yep. Yeah, I mean, for it to happen the way that it did, I mean, I would have preferred to have just killed them from the beginning, but it almost makes it a little bit sweeter that for the second straight time they were winning, and then we just came back and kicked their ass. Yeah. Cassius Winston did what he wanted, hezzying all over the court, floater, hezzy, jump shot, disrespectful, banked in three, doesn't <laughs> matter. He's your Big Ten Player of the Year. Our guy, Cash Winston. I mean, his Big Ten Player of the Year, obviously, was already solidified before that game, I would say, but that was icing on the cake, winning that one and the way he played. And 23 points, 7 assists. Mm. God, it feels good. Don't hear a lot of talk about uh, the Xavier <laughs> Simpson, Cassius Winston talk anymore. That's Yeah, for we sure. can go ahead and put that one to bed for life. Xavier Simpson had six points and five assists. Yeah, a little bit Three different. of 13 from the field. Yeah, I saw him make his little running hook shot at the beginning. That was cute. <laughs> that was it. That was cute. You know, it was very impressive. And Michigan, uh, Michigan's coaching staff actually mentioned this about the disruption of Tillman inside. Tillman he, is a beast, He man. was blocking their guards left and right as they came into the hole. It was very impressive by Quick him. Stat check here: five blocks for Xavier Tillman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had seventeen points, six rebounds, five blocks. Quite a stat line there. I mean, X man, what can you say? Can't say enough. Honestly. Can't say enough. Sixth man of the year. Yep. Can't. And uh, McQuaid got Big Ten. Uh, All Big Ten first, first team, team defense. Yep. 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 Very deserving. Very deserving. What one thing I do like to point out: Purdue men's basketball. Did you see the tweet that they posted? Oh, yeah. No Big Ten players ever led the league in scoring, won the conference title, and not won player of the year honors. Well, there's a first for everything. <laughs> Ship it back to Mackey. Shut her down. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just a lot of impressive performances all around, especially by the seniors. Glue, oh, yeah. 16 rebounds. Glue was a maniac on the boards. Three threes, again. Yep. Only points scored. What can Glue do for you? I thought Henry had a damn good game, too. 
Yep. Nine points, eight rebounds. McQuaid, absolutely. I think, uh, uh, and I think Izzo mentioned it, I think yesterday in the presser. How about Kyle Arns? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay, gotcha. He mentioned the play where Arns, I think he had a great defensive play and then came down and had a hell of a layup. And, that should have been a foul, too. Yeah, that and wasn't he was called. grimacing yeah. and just came down with the hardest fist pump, and the crowd Went erupted. nuts. That was a turning point, for sure. i got to give credit to the crowd, too, man. That The zone brought it. Yeah. Woff We've been kid. talking shit all off. kid. Did he rally the troops, or did he rally the troops? That kid was shithouse. Loved it. He got he had a little he had a little feature going on during the game. Yeah, featured and then I and saw then Cassius Winston banked in the three. <laughs> right on Woff cue. Kid. Woff kid. <laughs> gonna go down in Spartan lore. He's gonna be up there with uh Johnny Spirit probably pretty I think soon. Woff kid's probably a little bit better than Johnny Spirit. Johnny Spirit's getting a little creepy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean it was hopefully cool. the Woff kid. I knows thought Johnny when to Spirit rap. was a little bit cooler when I was six years old. Well, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, Waff Kid hopefully knows Waff when it wraps it up. Hopefully, Waff Kid he retires the waffle when he <laughs> graduates. graduates from MSU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, we don't want to see you in the stands at 40 years old, Waff Kid, with a waffle around your head. Okay, <laughs> leave the waff in East Lansing. Yeah, I actually saw a write up, and uh, they actually asked him if he had any drinks before the game. He says, "I always have drinks before the game." <laughs> what a perfect answer! Yeah, I always have drinks before the game. <laughs> Did you have any drinks? Yeah, how many? The whole bottle? Yeah. He was uh, in rare form, and like we said, Izone and Breslin, hats off, man. Yeah, the place was rocking. It was awesome. It was a great night, Saturday night. Great way to to cap the uh, the Saturday night and the week and get the weekend uh, rolling there. Put another so. trophy in the trophy case. Yep. Just keeps building. We'll see if we can add a couple more this season, and... Right now, expectations are going to be high, and they should be as we go right into the Big Ten tournament. Mm. Oh, yeah. And the Big Ten tournament, you know, for Michigan State, it's interesting because we'll kind of get into it a little bit more later in the show, but I'm just not sure how much they have to play for in regards to seeding. They're pretty much locked I think in we're a two, two seed, yeah. but we'll talk about it. There's a question in the, in the mailbag, so I won't... I think Izzo, too much. Izzo was saying that he's more focused on correcting some things in practice, and we'll see how far we can I go. Mean, you look, I don't think he cares as much. I about think the way you got to look at it is, you know, this is extra practice time for, yeah. you know, lineups, especially with Nick Ward returning, which is officially announced for he the Big Ten tournament. Yep. And also, Arns is sounded like after last game, he's still, still good enough to play. So, you know, this might be... You know, the healthiest we've been in a couple weeks, so it'll be very interesting to see. But the first games get kicked off starting tomorrow. Um, We got Nebraska versus Rutgers and Northwestern versus Illinois. I mean, for these games... I'll take Rutgers over Nebraska. I mean... Give me Illinois over Northwestern. Didn't Nebraska just beat... Uh, Iowa, was it, at the end of the season? Yeah, I mean, I don't care about that. Rutgers is playing good. Yeah, and I'm going to – I mean, obviously I would take Illinois over Northwestern. They've been playing pretty hot lately. So, yeah, that will be – get the tournament kicked off, and then uh, we get to see our potential opponent play on Thursday, which is quite an interesting game in itself, Indiana versus OSU. I want the Hoosiers. Let's go. Yeah, we need them. I want them. We're going to end their tournament title – we're going to end their tournament hopes – 
send them to the NIT. Well, there's people are saying it's a basic playing game potentially for both teams. So, I you know. I think are Michigan, people saying I think, that are I, people saying that or are you saying that, Gary? Because you're a closet IU fan. I'm not a closet IU fan. I'm just saying, you know, he's grinning right now. I made a statement earlier, <laughs> many in the times, many times, and yeah, you know, if they win this game and still get in the and lose to Michigan State and still get in, then I guess I'll just be the one that has to say that I was wrong and you were right. Yeah, that's exactly what but will I happen. Mean, we lost them because of you. <laughs> just stop. Just stop with that rhetoric. People don't forget. Stupid, but uh, OSU will have uh, Wesson back for the tournament, which could be a big deal because they were he's a big fella. pretty much trash without him. They couldn't so, do anything without him. Yeah. He's the best player on their team. Yeah, so they did almost upset Wisconsin uh, their last game of the season. But I'm not short. sold on Wisconsin whatsoever. No, neither am I. Um, you want to beat Wisconsin? You hack Ethan Happ, put him on the free throw line. You're going to win, guaranteed. Well, we learned that already. Yep. Um, but yeah, that'll be a very interesting game and. I mean, yeah, I definitely would rather play Indiana just to get those exercise those demons. I'll play either one. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit either, but I mean, I just I think it would be good for our team to exercise those 11 demons. 11:30 a.m. is our first game. 12:30. Oh, that's central time, huh? Yep. Uh, I don't Yep. It's 11:30 a.m. central. Yep. yep. Uh, so the next game on Thursday is Penn State Minnesota. I see Penn State potentially making a run right now. They're playing some really good basketball. Um and Minnesota really hasn't impressed me much. If there's any low team, Minnesota does have a lot to play for though. They I think. do. They They're really playing for their tournament. They life. need to win to get into the tournament. Yeah. So that will be a very interesting matchup as well. But I mean, Penn State basically has to win out to make the tournament. But give me the Gophs in that game. You're taking the Gophs. I like the Gophs. I'm going to take the the Nittany Lions because I don't one. think it matters who wins that game. Neither one of them are beating Purdue, unless I go. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, what are you saying? They just lost to the Gophers not even in a week barn, ago. In that shithole barn. Yeah. So then, then the next game on Thursday is Maryland versus either Rutgers or Nebraska. You're taking Rutgers, so it's probably a, a win for Maryland. Yeah, definitely. I don't see Maryland losing to either one of those teams. Which will be setting up a, a nice matchup, Maryland versus Wisconsin in that next round on oh, Friday. Yeah. And then the other game, we got Iowa, probably most likely versus Illinois. And I could definitely see Illinois. Iowa's in that same situation. I mean, they should be in, and they shouldn't have an issue being in. But Would we be surprised if Fran got a double technical about two minutes into the game, threatened the uh, referee's family, and said he'd burn down his house. Some he nasty- might threaten everyone at the United Center. Yeah, potentially. He, might, he might call in a bomb threat or something <laughs> like that. Fran's a lunatic. I could easily see Iowa losing to Illinois in that game. You know what? Let's take let's take the Illini to get past the Hawkeyes because Iowa's just trash. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I could see it happening. There's going to be some upsets. I'll take that one. Give me Illinois to advance to play Michigan. Okay. And that will set up our Friday matchup, so... I mean, I'm taking Indiana. Indiana's playing really Same well here. right now, yeah. um, so I'm expecting him to win even with Wesson back for We're going to beat State. Indiana's ass. We've, we've, we, better, we, better. we better come out ready to <laughs> We better beat them. Because it, oh, what we'll do is take an eight-point lead, and then the Hoosiers will bank in a three, and then no, they'll hang around. We'll be up six the entire game yep. and then lose at the end. Come on. We so, should beat that team by 20. They're not good. I mean, they definitely have played better they at the end of the season. They are not a good basketball team. I will not say that any more than I say need it. to. They're not a good basketball say team. Say it. They're not good. <laughs> they don't deserve to be in the tournament, and we're going to show the world why. Spartans advance. And IU still makes the tournament. Anyway. Spartans advance uh, IU to the NIT. 
<laughs> the next game, which I uh, matchup I already mentioned, Wisco versus Maryland. Big time game. That's a uh, that's a good game for uh, Friday. Could be a low, a boring, low scoring game, just like Wisconsin likes it. I like the Terrapins to win. That I like game. Maryland. To I win like too. Maryland. I think Bruno Fernando is a better. I just think he's a better player than Ethan Happ right now. Yeah, he's he's playing at a very high level. I think the one part that uh, one area that Maryland has struggled with, where they were supposed to be a little bit stronger, is that guard play. Yeah, there's no question. I think about Colin that. Junior has been not really a big threat. Like I I remember playing him last year. He he seemed like he was much more aggressive, and this year he's he doesn't seem as confident he's with the shot it this year. Yeah. So, yeah, but I still agree. Fernando is a beast, and, yeah, I like Maryland's chances to beat Wisco, which will be setting up a game against Michigan State. And the other game uh, that day, well, you're predicting Illinois to win, so it would be Mich versus Illinois. You seen an upset there or no? Absolutely not. I think Michigan's <laughs> going to trounce them. I think Michigan might win that game by 30 or 40 points. I think it will be closer, but, yeah, I think Michigan will, will get by with, with relative ease. And that will take us to the next game, Purdue versus potentially Minnesota again, or a little rematch from uh, a week or so ago. You I, see in Minnesota getting a, another dub against Purdue? No, absolutely not. Purdue's riding high right now. Purdue's going to win. I mean, I don't know, man. Purdue has been playing not the best. They did win a share of the Big Ten title. I'm talking about confidence gained okay. from that. I hate over, Pur- Gary, over I, I, I absolutely yeah. hate Purdue. I hate them. Hate them. Can't stand them. Hate Mackey Arena. Total shithole. You know my thoughts on the whole sticky floor, everything. Don't like it. Purdue's winning that game. Okay. I like Purdue. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, I guess it's gonna go as far as Carson Edwards goes. If he shoots seven for thirty one. Which he's been known to do multiple m- times. Minnesota has a shot. Minnesota outside shot. But we'll take the boilers to win this round. <laughs> Which is going to set up a very, very juicy matchup for Saturday. Potentially two juicy matchups for Saturday. Michigan State versus, we're saying Maryland, and Michigan versus Purdue. I worry that this... No, I'm not worried. We're going to beat Maryland. We're going to advance. <laughs> yeah, Spartans advance. Unless Nick Ward somehow drags us down, which... I just can't see happening because Tom Izzo will sit his ass on the bench. I I just I like the way we're playing right now. We're playing good ball, playing with a lot of confidence, tons of confidence. I just think we're a better. Just I know we're a better basketball team than Maryland. Yeah, no question about yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think Maryland. Uh, yeah, I think we'll have. I think we'll win pretty pretty easily against Maryland personally. Yeah, and then uh, Michigan Purdue. I'm just not sold on Purdue, man. I just, Neither am I. I think I, Michigan's I, probably the second-best team in the Big Ten. I think it's definitely clear that Michigan and Michigan State are, are the top of I the think, league. I think – would that be the second game of the day? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, we'd, we'd be the first one. And then Michigan, Michigan will be extra motivated to get back to the finals and play Michigan State for oh, a yeah. chance at redemption. Absolutely. No question. I'm taking – I'm definitely taking the Wolverines in that game. Yeah. I, and that would set up a rematch on Sunday. Michigan versus Michigan State, round three. Round three. And not a rubber match like some Michigan fans are likely to say. There will not be a rubber Sam rub- Webb said. Sam, well, Sam Webb did clarify. He did clarify. A rubber match from between, last year. He said a rubber match between and, Winston. He had, cl- had to clarify because he sounded dumb. That's why he That's why he clarified. We, we had a little fun with Sam Webb on the on the internet. Um, 
more specifically Twitter. I sound like an old person right there <laughs> on the internet. Um, but yeah, there's no grudge match. I mean, we won two. We beat you at home. We kicked your ass in our stadium. Cassius Winston dragged Xavier Simpson up and down the court, just like he did your entire team. Spartans are going to win again. We're going to beat them three times this year. We're going to do it. Times. It's going to happen. Michigan's going to take an early lead. Brisdakis, he's going to do whatever he does. He's he's a good player. I'll give him credit. He can't play a lick of defense for shit, though. He's probably going to foul out again. Go rub some sort of acne cream on his face because <laughs> I can't stand looking at him. I can't even look at the guy. It drives me insane. And we're just going to win. Did you have him on your punchable face list? I can't remember now. Absolutely. Are you okay. kidding me? I can't remember. Don't ah. disrespect me like that. Yeah, <laughs> Brisdakis was 100% on my face on my face list. Yeah. Punch face list. Yeah, hashtag punch face list. So my, my other question, Clark, are we going to do a special edition pod episode? When? Sunday? Sund. Sund. Early Sund. We might have to. I know you have some things going on on Sunday, but I think you can squeeze it in. I might be able to make that work. If it's Michigan, Michigan State, yeah, I can probably make that work. Might give you guys a little mini episode, mini mini preview. Quick taste. Yeah, probably like 20 minutes, I would say. Yeah, just a quick just a quick blurb, you know? Blurb is the get you, perfect Get you excited term. for that game. But I think that game's happening. I Unless think we lose too. to Maryland. And I don't see us losing to Maryland. Honestly... Or unless we lose to Indiana I'm for the third time. I'm more scared about playing Indiana than I am Maryland. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'm Indiana, I think, is playing better right so now. So, guys, if, if Michigan and Michigan State don't lose until they play each other again, you'll get a special edition. So, wait, wish for that because you'll be blessed. But, if I mean, if Michigan were to lose to, let's say, Illinois or Iowa, nobody would be upset. No. Or Purdue. Or Purdue. Purdue could lose whenever they want. I wouldn't mind playing Purdue, honestly, either. I would actually prefer to just play Northwestern in the conference <laughs> title game. I don't know about you. That'd be nice. Nice. Kick back. Relax. 30-point victory. Hoist another trophy. Get the walk-ons in the game. Feel pretty good. Yeah. That would feel very good. Any way that you cut it, I don't care who we have to be to get there. Mm. I just want to add to the hardware case as much as possible. Um, did you see what happened right after the game? We got a commitment. Yep. Julius Marble, rising three-star power forward out of Dallas, Texas, cancels his remaining visits, commits to Michigan State. There was also some other big recruits, uh, you know, other than Malik Hall, but uh, Cameron Fletcher. Cameron Fletcher, yep. 2025 star. Yep. Big time. was his. Uh, it was his uh, official visit to campus. Yep. And what a visit it must have been. I mean, if, if that, that didn't win him over, if, I, if that doesn't get your yeah, if that doesn't get you moving, I don't know what else to say. That environment was insane, and I agree with John Beeline. I think that should be the game of the at the end of the season. Let's we'll get to that. We got a question. For okay, that. fine, fine, fine. We'll get to it. Sorry to sorry to interrupt. So overall for this tournament, what do you think the keys for Michigan State are? What do you um, want? Uh, other than winning a championship, what things I wanna do you want to see? I want to cut down on the damn turnovers again. We, we need to get that under control. Well, yeah, the beginning of the Michigan game was out of control. We started it, with two turnovers. The sloppiest thing I've ever seen, the beginning of the Michigan game. I think we need to defend the perimeter a little bit better. I personally do. Um, well, I think we definitely sagged off a little bit, rebound, Michigan. Well, that's on purpose. Yeah, that, exactly. They don't shoot that's the ball particularly well. I'm talking about against Indiana if yeah. we play them again. Well, and Offensive rebounding, which we did very well against Michigan. Um, I mean... I, I really think just the little things, 
I think we need to really watch our players' minutes throughout the tournament too. I think Absolutely. we need to get a I lot. Think Warriors think we need, gonna have to play a little bit in this yeah, tournament. I think we need to get them as much experience as possible. You never know when they get might be Kith needed. in there. Get more Kith. How about Kith shooting eighty percent from the field on the season? I mean, is that a free throw percentage? Have, all the shots have been basic right underneath layups. the hoops. <laughs> Boop, Kith. Oh, is that Kith? Kith. Whoop, scoop, Kith. Yeah, that one play uh, in the Michigan game where we just basically came down and Michigan wasn't even set on D. Automatic layup, Kith. Kith. Automatic, Mister Automatic, Thomas, Kith. But yeah, I think uh, you know there's a lot of things we can work on on this tur- in this tournament that can prepare us for the big tournament. So I'm hoping that uh, Izzo is able to to work those in as much you as possible. You obviously like us to win, or do you like IU to win the tournament, Gary? Just stop, Clark. I like. So I you? said, are you Michigan State getting their auto bid? <laughs> no, I want Michigan State to beat them, so I am proven right when they get into the tournament. You're not kidding anyone right now. He wants IU to win. He no. just showed. He just showed his paper to me. <laughs> he says, "I'm hoping IU wins." It says it right on it, bold letters. <laughs> Does not, for the record, traitor. All right, enough of that. Should we just scamper right into this top five? The top five that you hate? Well, I didn't hate it. I just don't. I wasn't prepared for it. Gary didn't tell me we were doing this until right before <laughs> we sat down. Not so I true. Said, Gary's prepared. You know what? We're going to let Gary do the top five segment this week. And he would know better than Gary. He's an expert. He spent four years in East Lansing. He got good and drunk. I think he should be able to answer this question. Okay. So this was uh, from Ryan R., I believe, the suggestion. Uh, Gary, I need you to give us your top five bars in East Lansing. Okay. This was actually a lot more difficult than I thought because I started to reminisce about... You're Some blacked out, and, probably. Yeah, and I'm not including any of the new bars. I'm not including Hopcat. I'm not including any of those other newly built locations. The, I am including one newly built, recently built location, and by recent, I mean like 15, 20 years, um, and that's my number five. That's going to be Dub Square, Ooh, Dublin Square. Dubs. Had some great times there. It's a good spot. Yeah, partied with some players there uh, back in the day as well. Where the players play. Yep. It's a good time. Had some good times on that deep floor. Uh, number four, going to go with the old peanut barrel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> they live two drink, two drink limit when you're getting the, uh, what do you call them, the Long Island iced tea? Mm-hmm. Little rodeo, little chicken rodeo. Yep. Who doesn't love the peanut barrel? Yep. It's a mainstay in East Lansing. Yep. And this is the thing. This is probably more of my memories of these places, not mm. necessarily currently where I would go or, you know. Although I was back this year and my number three spot is where I went. BT's. Ah, BT's. <laughs> BT O'Malley's. BT's. Always a good place to get your shoes extra sticky and. Kind of like Mackey Arena. Yeah. PTs. Exactly. Yeah. Very similar. About the same. Yep. Number two, I'm going to go with, because I did watch a lot of games there, just because usually could get in without a line, and that's uh, Harps. Harpers. Ah, Harpers. Coming in at two. Number two. And, uh, I mean, it should be it should be no surprise with the number one bar. I think we know where you're going here, is. huh, Gare? I mean, there was a story that just recently came out about uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, Tiger Woods, and the Stanley Cup being there, being at this location, and 
It's no other location than the infamous Rick's. Legendary. Get Rick's on your shoes. Yeah, every time real, you go, real sticky. Yeah, do you real talk, sticky you environment talk, in Ricks. Yep, want to talk about sticky and throw up smell? That's what you're gonna get if you go I to. I think Rick's. my shoe came off my foot one time because it was stuck. I wouldn't be surprised. It was probably a combination. I don't want to know what the what was on the ground. To be quite honest with you. Yep, I remember actually going there after one of the football games and uh, having a beer with Nico's Allen. Ah, one time Spartan legend. Yep. Yes. So there's been some, you know. We've encountered many uh, Michigan State former players. I've seen the basketball team in there frequently. Yeah, frequently. Well, they know where to go. The hot spots. There you have it. There you top go. Top five. Hear from the feel mouth fr- of Gare. Feel free to shoot us your top five, as always. I'd love to hear uh, any suggestions or criticisms of my top five. So don't be scared. But that's going to roll us right into the mailbag. And uh, we got a uh, you know, pretty decent mailbag here. A lot of... Uh, the huge, but ah, the huge. Usual let's, suspects let's are here. Let's start it off with uh, Ryan R from Houston. You kind of touched on this earlier. Thanks again for the top five, by the by the way, Rose, and thanks for this question. He says, "Do you agree with Izzo and Beeline that every regular season should end with MSU versus U of M?" Yeah, I kind of already stole the thunder here on this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to, but uh, yeah, one hundred percent, I agree with that. Did you like? How could you I, I not? I want to take it a step far, further. Oh, and Adam P, our resident Aussie, also said yes. Start and end of the season. That would be interesting. Ah, how did you like the? I don't need that. Did you like how close the matchups were towards the end of the season, or would you have liked them to be more spread out? That's my my question. I think for you. maybe do one mid season, one at the very end. I think, but I think you rotate. Obviously, who gets the home the game last at game. the end of the season? Yeah, absolutely. I but think it was definitely our advantage because hundred percent going into that uh, game at Chrysler. Oh yeah, we had no pressure on us. We were expected to lose, yep. and uh, you know I think that really propelled us to that victory. Agreed, agreed, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I mean, I I definitely think it should be played the last game of the season and it should rotate. Yep. Spread them out a little bit more too. I do agree with that. Yeah. I don't know if I need. I don't want to do the early game against Michigan. Those early December oh, Big God. Ten games that'd be horrible. Yeah. Take all the luster away. Yeah. From it. it would suck. Yeah. So no, I don't need that. I'm gonna, middle of the season's good with yeah. me. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. And that's gonna roll us into our next question from uh, a special. This is a special edition. Oh, special edition big dog a coming edition, in. Huh? Big, this is spring break big dog from Fort Lottie. Wow. Outside of Columbus. Big dogs for getting this a week. tan. Yeah. <laughs> so his question is, at this point in time, even without a deep run to his name, is Cassius Winston already the third best point guard in MSU history? Hashtag cash gonna hezzy. Hashtag spicy hezzy. Hashtag glue. Love those hashtags from Big Dog. In we know Lottie. he's probably enjoying a nice Sprite remix. On the beach in Lottie. <laughs> we appreciate you, big dog. Um, yeah, I mean, how could he not be? I mean, he's going to win Big Ten Player of the Year probably again next season. He's going to win three conference titles. I mean, I, yeah. I'm assuming the two he's speaking of are obviously the two of the most legendary Michigan State players. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he can yeah, – he's – Cleaves yeah. and I would assume Magic. Was, I mean, would you – I think that's who big yeah, dog's referring okay. to. Um, I can't imagine him putting – anybody else yeah I would, chris hill i would <laughs> just kidding easy bro. just kidding <laughs> yeah i mean you can't you know there's been some pretty good ones that have come through recently i mean you got knights but he was more of a shooting guard kind of right Knights was a point guard Kalen lucas was lucas, really good really really good um 
Yeah, I mean, I put Cash as three. I mean, we're gonna call Magic Johnson a point guard because he played every position. So yeah, but yeah, I, I would definitely agree with Big Dog, and I definitely agree with all of his hashtags as well. Yeah, I mean, what he's accomplished this season, and like Tom said, even if he doesn't have a big run, it's been an impressive agreed feat this year. Agreed. And, and we had high expectations for him, but I mean, I don't think I would have expected him to win Player of the Year, perhaps. I would have definitely at the beginning of the no, season I would thought not it would be picked, more no. like Nick Ward, maybe. maybe even Josh Langford. Right. Yeah. So no, I agree. He's definitely cemented himself as a legend, and yeah, the way he's developed and he's carried this this team on its on his back. So it's been it's been great. Moving into our next question. Oh, our guy Billy G from Detroit. Billy G from Detroit, Foster us... Lawyers number one fan. Yes, Foster Lawyer fan club. Billy G. He was probably pumped when Lawyer hit both of those free throws against yeah. Michigan. I mean, I know he I got was. about eight minutes of BT in that game. It was yeah, pretty good. Even, and he kept when he was in the game, we did come back a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, I can't. I'm not yeah, too excited yeah, about I it. Just, yeah. yeah, don't give. Let's him let credit. Billy take the cake on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. His first question, you want to take the first question? Sure. He says, what's our level of disappointment that Kenny Goins, the glue man himself, did not make the always much anticipated all glue team by Seth Davis? I mean, I perfect. I mean, Seth, Seth's a smart guy. There's no question about it. He thinks very highly of his own opinion. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Um, I do enjoy following him on Twitter because, you know, every Sunday night he does, he calls it troll feeding where he responds to uh, a bunch of uh, different tweets that people send him. But, I mean, clearly Seth's way, way off on this one. I mean, how do you – Kenny Glue Goings. It's in the name. He's the ultimate glue guy. This this is just a staggering omission by Seth Davis, and I think it's absolutely foolish and stupid Maybe if you're asking me. The only thing I can think – Because he reason, thinks he's a bona fide star. It, yeah, he's not a glue bu- guy. He's above a glue. He's above it, the glue. I'd like, I'd like an explanation from Seth. I might fire he's something at him. He's risen above the glue. He has risen above the glue. <laughs> the cream rises to the top above the glue. <laughs> and Billy G's second question is, when MSU wins the Big Ten tourney, I like the I love confidence. That confidence. Love it. Is that enough to secure a number one seed with the likes of Zion coming back and how well UNC has been playing? I do not think we will get a one seed. I don't think we can get I a think, one seed. I think we can. No. We can. I don't see it. I see. I see the path. There, it'd be, have to be a very specific path. I think Virginia would have to Gonzaga's win. Gonzaga's cemented. Virgi- Virginia is cemented. Duke or North Carolina is definitely getting a one seed. You're telling me if Virginia Tennessee win- probably Virginia ahead wins, of us. If Virginia wins the ACC, they're not winning the ACC, right? What do you mean? They won the ACC. I'm talking about the big the ACC tournament. How do you know they're not winning it? Well, I'm saying if Virginia wins, okay, that means Duke and North Carolina can't win it. Okay, one of them's still probably going to be a one seed. It depends. All three of them could be one. If seeds. Michigan State goes and beats Maryland and I'm not Michigan, telling you that I don't think they should I'm be. Just, I'm telling you I don't I'm think just, that it will happen. I'm just saying if certain things go right, and then depending on what happens with the SEC tournament, I'm just saying if there's upsets in those tournaments. Yeah, sure. If a perfect shitstorm happens, possibly. I just don't see it happening. I'm just saying. And I what, don't think it's what going if to Tennessee happen. Go, what if Kentucky gets out early and Tennessee goes and wins the SEC championship? We win the Big Ten tournament. You're comparing Tennessee and Michigan State for that last one seed, potentially. It's a tough call. You'll probably give it to Tennessee. I mean, we have more quad one wins. We would have more quad one wins at that point, too. 
I'm just saying. We lost to Indiana twice. That's true. It's and Illinois. Hey, hey, we could get our revenge. Yeah, hopefully we do. Yeah, the tur- the uh, committee might look at that and say, "Oh, those were flukes." Billy G with another question, huh? No, these are these are actually. Uh, no, he, we already read a second question. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, but my question is: with all the injuries, is it better to get rest or to actually? You know, try. I know Tom Izzo said today he wants to win it, regardless of what the injury situation is, regardless of what yeah. the playing time situation is. He wants to win the tournament. I mean, I personally, you know, I think winning the, I think it's important for you to have sustained success in the NCAA tournament. And Michigan's shown that the last couple of years. But how important is it? Like, you I mean, said, I don't know. I you think that do I think if you think we can't even get a one seat, if I think, we win, I think it's not as important. No, it's not as important. I think we won the trophy that we really wanted. Winning the Big Ten regular season is what you hope for, and I think it is more important and more meaningful for your program long term. Winning the conference, nobody remembers when the damn conference tournament, except for Michigan fans. Well, they, they, love were, it. they remind us every yeah, year. They remind us every year. That's fine. You won three games in a row. Congratulations. But I, I do think it is important for sustained success through the NCAA tournament because I think if you lose a bad game, you shouldn't. You're not going into the NCAA tournament riding high. I mean, if you lose a hard fought game in like the semifinals to like Maryland, then yeah, I don't think it's the end well, of the world. Look at Michigan State last year. We lost to I can't remember we who did we lose to last year? Do you remember? Don't care. Not important. Well, not I'm dwelling just, in the past. Well, I'm just saying we lost and then we had a week off. But we the Big Ten tournament was a week earlier last year. Yeah, I know that's what and I'm I saying. hated that. That's what I'm I hated saying. that. Yeah, no, I I like that it's back on schedule. I don't put too much into it. I'd love to win it. Would obviously love to win it. But if we don't, it's not the end of the world. Okay, understand. What are your thoughts? I mean, I I obviously think it's a they're gonna. It's not like they're not gonna try to win. Yeah, exactly. So, but I I wouldn't mind Izzo, like I said, experimenting with some of the lineups, uh, and that's gonna kind of roll me and roll that topic into this question from Mike K and Farming to Hills. Back, we appreciate you, Mike K. Yep, he says we all know that Nick Ward is one of the team's top players, but could the teams die? Could the team dynamics get messed up when he returns and the offensive strategy changes to get him the ball instead of sharing it? Without a question. You have to be careful <laughs> with how you integrate him back into the lineup. Um, do you start him right away? Do I you think, bring him off the bench to start the first game, maybe? I think Izzo said he was going to temper it for sure and kind of see how he throws him You don't know how tender that hand is either. And, we don't and, know if he can be did make snoring. a point. Like, you know, as much as he can condition himself, which he has been conditioning, it doesn't – you can never replicate game action. Absolutely. So I totally agree with that. So it will be, I'm happy we have this game, these games, and I hope we win as many as possible to – Work out all those kinks before we get into the tournament. So the more important tournament, exactly. the one that actually counts. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think that's a really good question because it could definitely throw us off. And if yeah, that's the our case, offense definitely changed. If that's the case, you shut his ass down for the season if he's going to. But I like having him back. We need another big guy out there. Yeah, from a depth perspective, we need him for the and tournament. And his touch, his scoring around the rim is much needed. Yeah, like no other guys but, on our team have the. You know, have but the, like, uh, I think touch I understand more of his point as well because. You know, there's a lot of times we'd come down and our offense would run right through Nick Ward. 100%. No, I, I definitely understand where you guys are coming we ha- from. Yeah. Like, we have not been – I mean, we uh, maybe a couple times with X here and there in games have dished it uh, inside for some post presence, but it's not like it was when we had Nick, Nick but Ward. But I think it always – I think we, we, it doesn't make us a worse team getting no. him back. 
not a question. For and sure. I think him his him as a rim runner running the court, he's one of the best in the country. So I definitely welcome him back. Yep. His defense. I don't can, think that's a question I that think, we're no, welcoming. No, him back. I think his defense is another thing that I worry about him getting integrated back into the lineup because his defense is no no question about it is suspect as hell. Compared to Axe. Compare, yeah, compared to Xavier Tillman. Axe was guarding guards he was that guard, game. He, that's the thing. that Xavier Tillman can guard multiple positions. Nick Ward cannot. Yeah. So, yeah, I would prefer to see, at least in the early stages of these tournaments, more Xavier Tillman, at least for the time being. Sprinkle in some Nick Ward, some Kith. We'll be good. Sounds like the, all the agreements you need for a championship. Yep. You're welcome. And hopefully a long tourney run. So that's uh, that's gonna wrap up the questions. Actually, nothing from Burge. Anything from Burge? Any We're still waiting news? for some hockey news from Burge. Yeah, our correspondent really. He uh, must be on vacation. I'm pretty sure the hockey Big Ten tournament is going on. I think Michigan State already actually got eliminated. Burge, where are you, bud? But I have no idea because Burge isn't around to inform us. But Burge, we're not firing you, but we need we need some more. We need a little bit more. We know this is unpaid internship, but. You know, I mean, if you want to get paid, you got to work hard. You know, that's how it, you know it's a blue collar job, Birch. We didn't say anything otherwise. All right. <laughs> I do want to give a special shout out here, though, to uh, a friend of the uh, Clark family. Wow, uh, Lloyd, our friend Lloyd. He's a Michigan grad. He says anytime he sits down at a bar to watch Michigan play Michigan State, the Spartans win. Lloyd. I'm giving you a shout out because even though you know you're the kiss of death to the U of M, the Michigan Wolverines, you still sat down at a bar on Saturday night knowing what was going to happen, impending doom, and the Spartans won. You helped will us to victory. Thanks, Thank Lloyd. you, Lloyd. We appreciate you. So wait, when he when he w- watches the games? So if he watches it at the house or somewhere else? I think if he watches it, period. Okay. State wins. Okay. It just happens to be at a bar. So state wins. Lloyd, I hope you'll be watching the game on Sunday, potential game on Sunday. Oh, Lloyd, we need you to tune in now after the shout-out. We, we would definitely appreciate it. He does listen to the podcast from what I've been told, oh. so we do appreciate you being a loyal listener. Much appreciated. And a friend to the Spartan family. So that's going to wrap it up for Episode 26 of the Red Cedar Rundown. I do want to say, you know, I've been noticing we're gaining some followers. I see a lot of listeners. I can see all the stats, so... If you're listening and you're scared, send us send us a mailbag, you know? Send us a top 5. Yeah, you don't have to be you don't have to be a lurker, okay? <laughs> Everybody can get involved. Not just the usual suspects, some of which, you know, they've asked some disappointing questions as of late. <laughs> so, I wouldn't mind, you know? We got our guy Brew Crew out there in Colorado. We always appreciate him chiming in, Brew. If you got some friends, have mess some questions, okay? <laughs> Everybody, you know, you know, we got we got Lloyd out here. We got Lloyd, okay? Michigan fan. Yep. Come on. More people. Yep. Get involved. More Let's follows. Go. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Tell your friends. Tell everyone. Like. Scream it at the top of your lungs. Blast it and work. Rate our podcast on iTunes. That also always helps as well. Please rate the podcast. But, Five uh, stars real, per usual. Real quick before we go, Clark, I think you said that if they won the Big Ten Championship. What? The stickers. I thought, did I say the tournament? I th- <laughs> I could have swore you said the cha- the Big Ten championship. We'll have to go back season. and check just to confirm. But if I did say that, I'll send the stickers out. You're going to send them out. We'll send them out within the next two weeks if I did say that. 
Yeah, what if they win the Big Ten tournament this this Sunday? Still two weeks. Still two weeks. No Maximum, <laughs> I mean, and expect it to be the full two-week time frame. Is that sending it out or when they will receive them? I'm not making any promises, <laughs> but it will be sent out within the next two weeks if we can confirm that. So if we have a listener that wants to confirm it, they can tweet at us. They can do whatever they want because I'm certainly not going to go back and check. I know you won't. Click. But worst case scenario, guys. I'll mail them out after the season, okay? Season's a little bit more important than you. I don't need you guys being selfish here on me. Let's focus on the task at hand, and that's winning the Big Ten tournament. Veer away from the stickers for a little bit. We'll get back to the stickers. It all comes back full circle, okay? Circle of life. That's just how things work. Go watch The Lion King, all right? So with that, as always, go green. Go white.